This is the Modern Day Tribe podcast, episode number 14. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. Hi everyone, I'm Sarah, your host of the Modern Day Tribe podcast. I'm here today with a guest. She is a birth photographer. In addition to being a wife and a mom of one beautiful baby girl, here is Carmen Bridgewater from Carmen Bridgewater Photography. How are you, Carmen? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I'm really excited. Absolutely. So I love to tell how I meet my guests and I met Carmen on Instagram and many times, at least recently, that's how I've actually met a few of the birth and postpartum perinatal professionals in the area and outside the area too, but it's just a great way to meet up and get to know people in the area and I saw a photograph of actually one of my prior guests, Eve Aiken. She's a doula in the area. I saw her at a birth and I saw this beautiful, actually a few beautiful photographs of this birth with Eve. And I thought, I have to know who this photographer was. So of course, I took a look at who the photographer was and I found you and I was so excited. Your photos really do tell a story of women in all their strength and bravery. So I just, I'm grateful for you to be here today to talk about your work and and your own birth and postpartum story. Yes, I'm excited. Let's get into it. And thank you so much about the photos. That's really the goal is to, to tell a story without words and supplement with words later if needed. Absolutely. So tell us, like, how did you get into photography? Because you've been doing photographs for, I think, almost 10 years now, haven't you? Yeah, almost. Oh, God, I feel old. I didn't realize that. <laughs> no. No, you're oh, still God. young. Yes, you're still young. Yeah, how did you get started? Yeah, so I actually got started in college. So I went to Baylor University. Oh, okay. um, and I got my start, <laughs> this is embarrassing saying it out loud, but I actually started photographing parties because I realized people, you know, what do you do in college? You go to parties. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's where I got my start. I started photographing parties that eventually led into portraits. And then I got really interested. So I joined um, Baylor's photography team and I started photographing sporting events and I was getting all the really cool credentials to go down on the sidelines of, of games, football games and basketball. And so I started um, doing some sports photography and, um, oh, fun. after I graduated. Yeah, it, it was really it was an interesting time in history. But after I graduated, um, the, the natural um, transition was into weddings. So I started photographing a lot of my peers' weddings. You know, they graduated and got engaged. And so I started doing that. And while I was photographing weddings, I was also working for a pretty big interior design company down in Waco, Texas. 
Okay. Um, I was the director of marketing for them. Um, and that's when, that's really when my transition into birth photography started was when I left that job and we moved up to, up here to Dallas. Yeah. And, and I don't even really remember how I got into birth photography specifically. I really just think it was like God calling me a little bit, kind of just like tugging on me. Cause I can't remember like where I even saw my first. Uh, like where I got my introduction to birth photography, but I do remember asking one of my coworkers' wives was pregnant, and I just asked her. I didn't even really know her that well. I was just like, um, "Hey Nicole, um, what, how do you feel about birth photography? And would you, you know, allow me into your space and to just capture whatever happens?" And she was like more than honored and kind to me, and she let me do that. Oh, um, wow. So I photographed my first birth. Yeah, with her, and and it just, it was, there was just no other option. I was like, I have to do this. Like, even, I I don't know anything about it, and, you know, I don't know what, you know, how a birth photographer works, and how this even works, and I was just like, I have to do this. I have to figure this out, because I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, it almost sounds like your photography is or, you know, was uh, going through the things that you go through during life. You know, it's at college or in college, you were taking photographs of the parties that were happening and, and then the weddings and then now birth and what a natural transition. And it really does sound like God led you in that direction. I'm wondering if the, cause I didn't know this, you had taken photographs at sporting events. That's a lot of movement, oh, yeah. I would assume <laughs> oh, yeah. taking yeah. Uh, pictures and there's actually a lot of movement and birth photography too and I'd imagine you you could uh you use your expertise in that being able to photograph movement well and um yes absolutely that that's amazing your um your photographs are just beautiful and I just love the fact that you went out there on a limb and because who knows if you you know, how it would have transitioned if you didn't ask that first mom, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. That is true. Um, She's actually on her second baby now. She's due any day now. (laughs) Oh, really? um, Oh. Yeah. So, so it's, it's special to me that I got to capture those first moments. We're in different cities now. Oh, Um, okay. But I, I sure wish I was able to to just gift her with photos of her second birth. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 And with the sporting events, um, I learned a lot of my technical skills doing that because like you said, it's a lot of movement. It's, it's really fast. It's it's fast paced. And, and a lot like birth, actually, it's like you, there's a photo you need to catch. And if you miss it, you just miss it. You know, there's no redo. Yeah. There's Um, no redo. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. You can't, baby can't go back yeah <laughs> you, wait you replay on that yeah moment. <laughs> yeah you either capture it or you don't um so I never thought about that I did learn how to just like catch what I'm looking for and that really helps with birth photography absolutely and, and that technical side of it so and with that I imagine that when you got to the point of having your own child it's really 
giving you a, either a different perspective. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I started my birth photography journey a little bit before we even decided we were going to have a baby, but there, you know, that's, that's the thing about God kind of putting something on my heart. Mm -hmm. So I did not know that we were going to have children. Um, but I started with the birth photography. I was just kind of pulled in that direction. And then, um, soon after we discovered we were pregnant, um, which was amazing. And I can't even put into words what that's like to, I mean, every, so many women have experienced this, so this is nothing new, but I can't put into words what it's like to all of a sudden be with child (laughs) when you're like not even expecting that this could happen for you, you know, and then really just changing your entire life to make that work. So I started with the birth photography really close to my journey to motherhood, but then finding out I was pregnant really just kind of solidified (laughs) everything for me. Um, I started getting really attached to my clientele and, you know, it's really, it's, it's cool kind of photographing birth while you're pregnant. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just a different, it was a different feeling. I felt really connected. And then I stayed connected with those clients. So, I mean, I, I just sent a message to one before, not too long before we got on this call. We just still check up on each other. Our kids are really close in age. You know, we have play dates, not anymore because COVID has just kind of changed everything. But yeah, I just, starting my motherhood journey while watching other women begin their motherhood journeys has just been the best experience ever. We're kind of on this journey together, not really knowing where it's going to take us, but having someone to call to ask questions or is this normal? Is this not normal? Should we go to the doctor for this? You know? Yes. <laughs> um, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And community so has really shaped. Yes, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Community is such a big part of being, uh, holding strength and being able to ask those questions and knowing our choices. And when we have somebody to go to to ask those questions, whether it be a friend that's already had a child or a professional, it's, it makes such a difference, I think, and how we are able to advocate for ourselves. So can you tell us a little bit about your birth and postpartum story? Yes, I would love to. So I find that the two stories are actually very contrast, like they're complete opposites of each other. So um, I actually found out I was pregnant in Thailand. (laughs) Me and my husband were on vacation. Oh, well, that's Um, a whole nother story. We'll have to (laughs) talk about that. Completely other story. The Thailand trip was the most wild time of my life. It was, I lost our passport. Oh, boy. We (laughs) got lost on the island, didn't speak language. It was just, it was kind of a mess. Yeah. It was a mess, but it was also beautiful. Lots of beaches, but. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's when you found out that you were pregnant? Yes, yes. Okay. On the plane, 16 plus hour flight. Oh, my gosh. And serving like fish and rice and all the smells all the smells and Mm. so I was sick for a little bit over 16 hours (laughs) there and back but um we got to Thailand took a pregnancy test and and that is where we found out tried to enjoy the trip and then you know I was a little paranoid like oh can I eat this can can we do this you know we had to cancel some activities but um 
well, we probably didn't have to, but, you know, par- paranoid first time mother, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, In a yeah, different country but, um, and just everything. <laughs> yes, wow. different country, no passports. Yeah, so if that gives you some insight into how I was feeling at that time. <laughs> yeah. But um, I say all that to say my pregnancy was actually, it was, in my eyes, it was perfect. It was oh, good. like everything I could have ever even imagined um and it it was also kind of lonely because my husband was working um crazy hours at the time Mm -hmm. but it gave me so much time to bond with this life in my belly that I did not know yet um but I felt like I knew I felt like I knew her and you know I was walking around singing to her and Mm -hmm. talking to her I'm sure like a fly on the wall would be like looking in our home like this lady's crazy (laughs) just kind of talking to her all the time, asking her questions, playing music, you know, we're dancing together. Oh, I love it. It was lonely, but I never felt alone. Um, And that was the entire duration of my pregnancy, Mm -hmm. um, which was very different from my, oh, well, so it's the same as my birth. So my birth was also pretty much exactly how I planned it. Um, I... (laughs) But the last few weeks of my pregnancy were just horrible. I was like, you know, bloated. I was irritable, and I was just ready. I was. <laughs> I remember thinking that I was actually never going to have a baby. I was like, she's never going to come out. So I went over. I was like forty-one weeks in two days, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, she's never coming. She doesn't want to come out. Oh. She's out here, she doesn't <laughs> like me. I was having all the all the feelings the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I actually induced my own labor with castor oil. I don't recommend it because I don't know how safe that is. Oh. I praise God that it actually worked for me. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I took some castor oil and it got the contractions going. Um, and she was born maybe eight hours later. I had a really fast birth. It was very peaceful. Um, my mother was my doula. So she she took some classes and um, kind of got prepared for that, and her and my husband just supported me through the through the entire thing. Oh, that's um, amazing! So birth, yeah, yeah. She, I had a water birth, so it it just my birth plan happened, and I'm really grateful for that. But my postpartum journey was complete opposite. Like nothing is going, and I say is because my baby is now nine months so I'm still in the postpartum time frame but Mm -hmm. nothing goes according to plan and everything was really rough so I went through a little bit of postpartum depression which turned into now postpartum anxiety which I didn't even know was a thing until I started experiencing it and as a birth worker I Um, as a birth worker going through some of these things, you know, I have a lot of friends that are telling me about what I'm going through and, Mm -hmm. you know, if you need help, please call us. And I really find myself or I found myself kind of just hiding from all the birth worker friends. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, I was, I found myself hiding because I was like, Oh, I don't want them to think something's wrong with me or I don't want them to think I don't love my baby. And, so I'm I'm out of that. I'm mm-hmm. not experiencing that anymore. I try not to hide from my from my doula friends that yeah. are really just trying to like give me some insight and telling me to you know go 
get medication if you need it. In the black community, that's like, it's almost taboo to, we see mental health very differently. Um, and we're, we're taught very differently. But it's almost taboo to, you know, go to the doctor and, and ask for medication to get your hormones balanced. And But I had a lot of friends really push me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. So I'm, I'm starting to return, return to normal a little bit. Um, at nine months, I'm starting to finally feel like myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is the, that is the place we are in right now. Yeah. Cause, um, your baby girl is nine months old. And like you said, that yeah. that's still postpartum. A lot of people think postpartum is maybe like the first few weeks or maybe the first month or yeah. two. Postpartum by definition is actually the first year of the baby's life. And with that, it doesn't even mean that, for example, postpartum depression or anxiety uh, just stops at a year. And it can actually continue on and uh, look differently, but it, it can continue on. And being able to know that you can share your feelings and not feel like you're going to be judged. It just makes, and again, it's just that community around you and, um, and anybody that's going through it that know that there's support. It just happens to so many people. And I love that you brought it up because I think just talking about it hopefully helps those that are maybe right in the middle of it and just don't feel like that they can share about it. And and just what a beautiful story. Thank you so much, Carmen, for sharing about your birth and postpartum stories because I think it really does make a difference. And that's part of the reason why I have the podcast is to have real moms and dads share about their stories, the good, the bad, the beautiful, and all of it. And and then the support that we have is out there too. And that's why I love sharing that yeah, too. And right. and I think photography is a big part of that because when we take photographs of things, I think that we are able to tell, like you said, tell stories and still pictures. I love the fact that you're out there with parents and <laughs> and you're doing great with yours and as a mom too. I just love that part of your passion is to highlight birth stories of people of color. And can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, so when I first started with the birth photography, I noticed I didn't see a lot of photos that looked like people, you know, looked like me. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of photos of black people. And um, I think at first, it really kind of made me, I mean, you feel all the feelings when you don't have representation, but it made me a little bit angry. It made me sad. I didn't want birth photos when I gave birth because I was like, how is the photographer going to treat me? And, you know, have they ever seen, so I don't know if I can say this, but I, I was worried, like, have they even seen a black person, you know, naked before and just I I was worried about all the things yeah that kind of made me shy away from even having a birth photographer at my birth which Mm -hmm. I didn't um well so I had my sister take photos with my equipment (laughs) oh okay you know but I 
still kind of wish I had a birth photographer. Still, I still wish I had hired a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but because um, there's so many good ones in this area, I, and now that I know them personally, know some of them personally, I'm like, man, I should have just hit them up and and got that service. But um, so mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of representation, which is which naturally, when you see a need, you want to fill it, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's in your own community. So I I think that's where it began. And as I started with, um, as I started down that path of trying to fill that void, um, providing black people with, with beautiful birth images of themselves, as I started with that, I think I also began learning a little bit more about issues that black women face during birth, which I'm not going to get into because it, because it, I realized that it's a little bit traumatic when you keep saying that over and over again. Like, you know, you repeat statistics about mm-hmm. um, black women and their birthing experiences, and that's a little bit traumatic, so I'm not going to get into that. But I started learning a little bit more about that, and it just even more cemented my decision to keep photographing us and uh, keep making sure our stories are, are heard. And not just, like... I don't want to say making sure our stories are heard to bring awareness, but making sure our stories are are heard because they are beautiful. I think sometimes we get the idea in our head that, like, all of the black births are just scary and they're horrible and traumatic, but I really see that a lot of my clients do not have that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I, I shoot mostly home births, and birth center births, especially because of COVID right now, you just can't get into yeah. hospitals. But yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just don't see that experience. But we don't know that because who's there to capture, you know, nobody is there telling a different narrative that black people actually do have beautiful ex- birthing experiences. Absolutely. And it is not mostly scary. It's not always scary. Sometimes it is. Um, and we really have to start addressing those issues because if you know anything about black women's birth, birthing experiences and what statistics say about that, it, it can be really scary. Absolutely. Um, and there's no reason for it. If you, the, like the more you kind of delve into that, you realize that it's nonsensical. And a lot of the, a lot of the mistreatment of black women in hospitals usually is unnecessary. So yeah. um, a lot of it's I preventable. Really am trying to, Yes, it's unnecessary and preventable. And um, But anyways, um, so what I really am trying to do is just show a different narrative. Um, For sure. That we actually do have these magical experiences, too. We do and we can. So I also have a lot of friends and peers that don't know that even birth centers exist. You know, we just we're not told that they're there. And I don't even think it has anything to do with socioeconomic status I think nobody just tell you know nobody tells us mm-hmm. <laughs> like we yeah. just don't know yeah absolutely. yeah I didn't know until I gave birth and I'm actually from a, a pretty wealthy family but just nobody tells us that I didn't know that you could have birth safely at home with a midwife and so I, I really like to highlight some of those stories you know like you can have your dream birth and you don't have to go to the hospital if you do not want to, and you don't have to be mistreated. So that is, I have found that that has been where my calling is taking me. Absolutely. 
And you taking, having these beautiful birth photos and being able to show that any and everyone is able to take or have their babies at home or at a birth center. And, and like you said, highlighting the, the beautiful births and the choice, again, the, the more choices that we have, I think the better we feel about how our births yeah. end up too. And having that, uh, being empowered by that knowledge of uh, knowing where we could birth and how we can birth and you highlighting yeah. all of that in your photographs. It's just, it's amazing. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank and, you so much. And, and of course, talking about the uh, photographs through birth and postpartum just gives us an opportunity, like you said, to spread awareness, but also spread awareness that there are beautiful births that don't have traumatic experiences. And, and I just, I love yeah. that. I'm, I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Again, this is Carmen Bridgewater, and she's with Carmen Bridgewater Photography. And where can they reach you? I'm going to include all of this in the show notes so that when people hear this, they're going to be able to uh, reach out to you and contact you. But where can they reach you? Yes, so um, you can find me at all the places. My website is Mm -hmm. carmenbridgewater.com. You can find me on Instagram, carmen.bridgewater. You can find me on Twitter, Carm Bridgewater, C-A-R-M Bridgewater. Yeah, you can shoot me a text if you have my number. (laughs) Awesome, yeah. (laughs) Great. I am so honored that you have come and shared your story, your birth and postpartum story, and uh, shared about your work. I can't wait for people, if they haven't seen your photographs already, I can't wait for them to see them because they're just absolutely beautiful. And and you're a beautiful person, and I'm glad we've met. So <laughs> we're going to keep in contact. I'm so yeah. glad you found me. Yeah. So thank you so much, Carmen. Yes, no problem. Thanks for having me again, Sarah. If you want to hang out with me on other social platforms, you can find me on Instagram at Dallas Dula Sarah, on Facebook, The Modern Day Tribe, and on my website, themoderndaytribe.com. And if you loved what you're hearing, please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts and share it with your friends and family. These reviews and five-star ratings help this podcast get found by more listeners and parents that are also looking for support and guidance. Thank you.